No, I, just, I won't. <laughs> I just figured I'd play with them in my pocket. So I put them there to be quiet, and I, will, I won't remember that they're there. You know, I get lucky with my wallet. Because I'm bad about, like, my wallet being in my back pocket gets on my nerves, so I just take it out and sit it somewhere. But I get lucky, but with my keys, yeah. <laughs> I don't do good. But um, I get put it this way. My mom and dad had a, a sofa reupholstered several years ago, and they found a set of car keys, and it said Class of 95 <laughs> on the keychain. <laughs> I was like, there they are. <laughs> I sold that car like three generations ago. Yeah, I could. Yeah, you have that long wallet. I, I I had one a long wallet one time, and I kept it for two days and then lost it. I don't see how y'all do the trifold wallet, man. Because I once to, you stuff everything in there and fold it three times, it's sticking three I, feet out of your ass. I, was, I don't have a billfold. Mine's and a like bifold. one side of your ass, you're like leaning all the time. Mine's a mine's a bifold. Oh yeah, that'd be better. It's not bifold. It's billfold. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> have you ever heard one called a bifold? It's a billfold. No, nah, no. Everybody calls it a billfold, even if it's folded three times. Why do they call it a billfold? You're not folding your bills. You it's a bifold. I guess dollar bills. Because it says bifold wallet. Okay. I'm just guessing that, by the way. I've already hit record, by the way. I so figured that. you did, so we're just talking <laughs> talking garbage that other people wonder about, but don't ask the question because they got better things to do in life than we do. What else do I lose a lot? Oh yeah, shirts that I really like somehow disappear. Oh my, yeah, mine's always at the bottom of the pile of clothes. Yeah, that I don't want to fold. I've got a laundry basket on top of the deep freeze in my laundry room, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm doing wrong laundry. I'll just throw, and then they'll go back behind the deep freeze. So about once a month, I have to take a coat hanger and fish yeah. out like five shirts. Uh, I got some some socks and drawers from Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> that are really comfortable and I don't know where they're at <laughs> they're gone <laughs> well we got some big announcements to make matter of fact this isn't going to be a typical podcast I don't think it's not not even going to be a long one I have an announcement to make you do? yes well let's make your announcement mine's just small first. I just want to see your reaction we'll, we'll, we'll do some little announcements yeah. then we'll do the headliner I went, announcement I went to, we'll me and Laura got up late because hey, I worked last night so I got up and slept till lunch and we got up and uh, we decided to go eat Neon Pig. So I went and ate. Jealous. And uh, I was going to – and I already talked myself into getting home and uh, shaving my beard off. Shaving your beard just off? Just off. Just off. Well, uh, Laura had to go across the street and get a Pokemon or something. She still does that? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. So uh, – and while I was sitting there, it was just across the street, I seen – like right beside the, the Lost Pizza Company or something, there's a plane called Game Changers uh, Haircuts. I'm like, what is that? I'm going to give me a go give him a beard trim because Game Changers sounds like a, a barbershop more than a, a boutique or something. Game Changer? It's called Game Changer. I think that's the name of it. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I looked them up and they did beard trim, so I went over there. And uh, I went in there and there's just a bunch of girls in there, but there's all guys in there waiting. I said, okay. And then she said, well, you want a haircut? I was like, I want a beard trim. She said, okay, just sign in. So I signed in, and when I signed in over here on that thing, it said yes or no. And I looked up at the top of the book, it says, beer or not. Beer? Beer. beer? I was like, I just said no because we're doing our no alcohol. Or I would have said our yes. challenge. Well, I was sitting there, and this other guy come in, and uh, 
this girl comes and said, hey, she knew. She said, hey, what are you doing? You want an ultra or a Sweetwater IPA? He said, I took an IPA. And she went and got him a beer. Man. <laughs> and the other guy that was sitting there, he goes, oh, oh, uh, uh. He just kind of was stuttering. She said, you want one? He said, uh, yeah. <laughs> they so misnamed that place. It should be called Beer and Beards. <laughs> yeah. Is that your so, chair squeaking? Yes, it is. It's me. It's not my keys, though. Why don't you grab that wood chair? Yeah. Probably that thing's cutting up. But yeah, that's that's awesome to know that we have a place like that in Tupelo. Not that I just regularly need my beard trimmed, but I mean I had to do it myself the last couple of times. But if you paid ten bucks and get a beard and somebody do it for you, you ain't gotta clean up the mess. Did they put oil and stuff in it for you? They didn't do that, no. Well, did you I mean they could have though probably. They could have if they asked, yeah. They had a whole bunch of stuff. You can get like a, like a. There was a guy in there. He was basically bald. I mean, he just had a banker bald. He know, he just had to wrap around, and he got it basically shaved. And he didn't get his hair washed after he got it in in scalp massage. Hmm. Yeah, he just. But they yeah. have a masseuse in there too, I believe. I wonder if a scalp massage would help my hair grow back. Probably, no, I don't Probably think so. Probably not. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I got my beard trimmed and uh. Opted out on a little beer because of our our crazy fitness thing we're doing this Yeah, month. I was going to transition into that <laughs> since you brought it up. We're doing a, a fitness challenge. I wanted to start January the 1st. It's not a uh, a New Year's resolution. I just We wanted to do Sober October, but October's a bad time for us to not drink. Right. And y'all wanted to wait till the championship game was over, which I had to watch Dallas get beat in the playoffs, which was my fault they got beat. Oh, because I wasn't drinking. Oh, is that what it is? I had to watch my game sober. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, no, they wanted to. Y'all, all y'all wanted to start on January the eighth. But that was on a. I think we started on the seventh. Because the last night we drank was at the homebrew club meeting, which was the eighth. That was the eighth. I mean, okay. no, it was, yeah, it was the seventh. The eighth. That was the seventh. So the eighth was the first day of we the challenge. Right. It was the first day of the challenge. Yeah. Okay, so we're going till February the eighth. Right. Okay. So the thing is, like, everybody's eliminating different things. Like, but I think all of us are eliminating alcohol. And most all of us, I think, are eliminating sugar. And um, it's funny because uh, we got, I got Sean a Fitbit, an old Fitbit that I had. And uh, we got it charged up and got him all set up on it. And, you know, he drinks Meliella's like you do. Oh, like, yeah. Like several a day. And he didn't understand, like, these headaches he was getting. I'm like, well, dude, you're uh, you're getting a double whammy here. You're having sugar withdrawals and caffeine withdrawals because he don't have any other source of caffeine. You know, that's other why than the the, that's why I'm in the zero route. Yeah, they'll just do the sugar-free yeah. sodas, which I'm drinking more Coke Zero now, just because I gotta admit, like, of course, everybody thought, like, oh my God, Mark, you're not gonna better not drink. I'm like, it's I, I I'm more of a glass half full kind of guy. So, whenever we said, like, a month with no drinking, immediately my brain went, a month with no hangovers? Okay, sign me up. <laughs> but what's funny is just, uh, like, at band practice yesterday, it was it was not that I had any cravings for alcohol. It's just the the ritualistic... The habit of The it. habit of having, like... I wanted to walk around with an empty beer can it's in my the hand. the habit of it. Just because I'm used to, you know... I'm used to go, going through those motions 
like like I was saying on Boxer earlier, like a uh, person that quits smoking and they carry around a cigarette with them unlit all the time. But uh, and usually like I'll keep like a couple of beers on my my amplifier, and during practice, like when the song breaks into like a solo or you know something where I, I'm not needed, I'll like go to my amp and drink a couple of sips and look at my phone. And yesterday I was just like kind of like. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking supposed around, be, like supposed to be doing something right now, but yeah, I'm supposed to be like drinking or something. Yeah, but no, it's been great. Uh, I've been working out really hard. Don't worry, I'm not going to get too deep into fitness because I don't want to start hemorrhaging listeners. Uh, I don't think they like it when we talk about fitness too much. But I've been hitting the gym really hard. I've completely eliminated sugar, which I usually do anyway. The only real thing I'm doing without is alcohol. And uh, I've been searching my entire life for uh, protein powder, the, the perfect protein powder. And I think, I think, knock on wood, it may, you know, come around and bite me. I think I found it. Um, because there's three things I look for. It's got to be able to mix well. I don't like clumpy, muddy, you know, protein shakes. It's got to taste good and most importantly, sit well on my stomach. Like I've, uh, it's hard for me to find a protein powder that doesn't just tear my stomach up. And uh, this is all three. And the flavor is peanut butter cookie. I like peanut butter. <laughs> so what I'm getting at is today, I certainly had no cravings for a beer whatsoever, but I would have killed somebody for a peanut butter cookie. Because <laughs> that stuff tastes yeah. good, man. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm not cutting out all carbs, but I'm just cutting back on like chips and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I've been like eating a lot of dried fruit and nuts for my snacks at work. Well, I finally figured out how to mix in. You got to be real careful if you go the keto diet and intermittent fasting both, because you rob yourself of a lot of nutrients. But I've kind of figured out how to mix it in, and I uh, I did a couple of really big fasts last. I, well, I did two nineteen or twenty hour fasts in a row, and then I think I did an eighteen hour. Uh, but I don't do it every day, you know. Of course, I of course I don't do it every day because that'd only be two hours of eating. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wouldn't have time to get all my food in. But uh, the only thing is, in the afternoons, I've been getting kind of crashy, like weak, you know, tired. Oh yeah, I like somebody just took my batteries out. I couldn't. I couldn't um, fast while working. Not at your job. Yeah, I there's no way. But here's the crazy thing, man. And I've always said this about intermittent fasting. You would think going to the gym on an empty stomach would be just no way. But I have so much freaking energy when I go to the gym. Like I'll, It'll be of like 16 hours since I've eat, and I'll be just wide open. I got all this energy. I don't know where it comes from. It's crazy. I guess uh, your insulin's low. So yeah. you're you got like all these like your hormones kicking the HGH and all that. There's some science behind it, but don't listen to me. I'm just a yeah. I'm just a moron that likes to work out. I don't like to work out. I do. I don't. Like the only I thing I don't like doing, I think I've said this on here before, is getting ready to go work out. Like I'm in the gym, I love it. But I hate having to get up you know, and go change it. clothes and drive. Oh. That that part I hate. Everything right. else I love. Right when the the challenge started, you uh, know that, that I think it was that Tuesday, 
and uh, I got my Fitbit on. I was like, okay, I'm going to go. You got a lot of steps, by the way. Well, that's, that's work. <laughs> that's that's work. I, 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 I average, it's about 35 to 40 steps just to build one tire. And I build about 400, 450 tires a night. And that's not counting going to the bathroom, which is about 500 steps because it's from here to. It's a big place. It's from here to Hadley. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that first day, you know, I actually walked on the treadmill. I walked on the treadmill, just walked, not run. I walked on the treadmill while watching Netflix. I just watched. Uh, I didn't know I had a treadmill. Yeah, we got a treadmill now. So I watched. Uh, I think I watched the uh, a couple of episodes of uh, The Innocent Man. On Netflix, that John Grisham thing. Oh yeah, I watched a couple hours of that and walked, and then I uh, I got bored with that and I thought I'm gonna go out here and I'm exercising, so I'm just gonna go out here and, and do a couple of lift a little weights a little bit. Couldn't do it. Now I can go shovel sand for an hour, which I did that. I like to split wood. That's my yeah. That I could do that exercise functional. So uh, getting like chore slash workout right. So that's that's what I done instead. I actually moved a pile of sand. Dude, shoveling sand, gravel, dirt, man, that'll wear you out. Yeah, I just got hot thinking about it. Ooh. <laughs> you remember when I was trying to fix my driveway, that lost cause, and I was shoveling all that gravel. Oh, God. I was like, damn, that'll break your soul <laughs> quick. You realize how out of shape you are. Yeah, I got pretty pretty good at shoveling the sand. Because I had the fence that's right there, but instead of putting the wheelbarrow and running all the way around the fence and not letting the dog out and filling up the holes and running back around doing it again, I just sling it over the fence and just walk down the fence shoveling sand from the pile. So <laughs> I'm actually slinging it over the fence. But I filled it all up. Huh. It took a while. Is your dog to where, like, you could put it on a leash and take it for a while? <laughs> no. no. I could put it on it a leash. It would take you for a while? It would take me for a while. I was going to say, that's some good, like, <laughs> if, if I lived out. In Tennessee. And I had a dog that was capable. Until of, it sees a squirrel. Walking. Yeah. Normal. It will, it will walk me until it sees a squirrel or another animal. That's why Sean's getting all his steps in. He's walking his dog. Or seeing somebody on a bicycle. My dog freaks out on people on bicycles. Yeah. He does not like them. Well, another thing that I was going to talk about that we kind of already brought up is uh, there's a new homebrew club, like an official, you know. Yes, a um, in North Mississippi. Does it have a name yet? It doesn't have a name. It's uh, I think it was the Northeast Mississippi Brewers Club, it, but it doesn't have an official name. To yet. let to let everybody know how official it is, Mark Fancher is a member, <laughs> aka Beer Yoda. Yeah. So if he's in it, it is a homebrew club right. to be reckoned with. But actually, it was a, a bigger turnout than I thought it would be. I didn't. I mean, I need people to brew to justify a homebrew club in Chipolo. I mean, a homebrew store in Chipolo. There had to be people who brew, brewed. Yeah. So, uh, or why would you open a store? But um, and it stays pretty busy. I didn't. There the expectations of a uh, was a. Uh, I was shocked to see that many people. And they, I know, especially considering it was a Monday night. It was championship game night. Yeah. You know. I mean, there was a lot going on. It was still, there was still a crowd. Like, there, there wasn't a, any seats left. There was a lot of people that didn't come, that they knew was supposed to be there. But So their expectations was okay, but they actually expected more. But it was it was a good turnout. I think it's going to grow. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I like it. I like the idea of the club. We have our little, our group, as you want to call it. But uh, that's a real homebrew club that uh, – well, our group that we talk about is just like 
It's just it's me and you and Kellogg getting together. We, brewing we beer. brew beer together, which yes. we need to do very soon, by the way. Yes, we do. But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's still in the. We've only had the first meeting, so I can't tell people where to go yet. There there will be a Facebook, I'm sure. There will be oh, yeah. a name. There will be you know a lot of stuff. But if anybody's interested in getting in on that in the Tupelo area, it's going to be every one of one Monday a month. I think it's Monday Mondays right now. Uh, and I think it's going to roam around like we did it at a pizza place. This is a pretty cool pizza. They had pretty good pizza. What was the name of it? Uh, Fox's. Was it Fox's, was it Fox's pizza, pizza Den? Uh, their pizza was pretty good. Yeah, uh, mine was good. I forgot what I got. But you got like a meat lovers. It was probably a meat lovers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Laura got a taco pizza. We ate it when we got home. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's a nice little place. Out in the middle of nowhere, is out on Coley Road. I got one more announcement before we get to our headliner announcement. We finally we've been talking about doing this for how long? Oh wow. Um. We got we created a clan in in the game Clash of Clans called Real Pop Culture, and it's uh, all one word, no spaces. Real Pop Culture. It's the only one called Real Pop Culture. You can have there, there's clans with the same name, but as of right now, that's the only one with that name. And the main reason we wanted to start our own clan is because there's so many people that used to play Clash of Clans that don't anymore. That you have a lot of these clans where. You'll have 25 people in the clan, and only like three people are active. But in the real pop culture clan, everybody's active. Everybody does clan wars. Everybody does clan games. Everybody donates troops to each other. And uh, if you're still playing Clash of Clans, jump in on that with us. If you quit playing, I urge you to start back because we'll make it fun again. I don't play a lot of games on my cell phone. In fact, that's pretty much the only one. But they, everybody's got to have one. I mean, you yeah, need a bathroom one. break game. Yeah. Let's just be honest. And I think they've since a lot of people have quit, they've implemented a lot of other stuff. Oh, yeah, that builder base? That the, wasn't there. The when I quit base. for two years. Yeah. Uh, the builder base. The, the claim games is new. Yeah. Uh, and now uh, they they're, they're, uh, What's that war thing? It, like, it, um, clan War League. Clan War Leagues. I don't even know what that is, but that's new. <laughs> I think you fight five different clans or ten different clans. Whoa. Or something like that. I haven't looked into that yet. But, yeah, it's changed a lot. Like, when they added the builder base, to me, it was almost like they should have called it Clash of Clans 2. It's basically like... Because <laughs> you had to start from scratch on that one. Well, no, but it was, it was just an upgrade. You know, it oh, gives yeah. you something to do. Because it's one of those games, once you do everything there is to do, you're kind of done for the day. Or, yeah. or, like, while you're waiting on stuff, you can go to your builder base and mess around with all that stuff. I think a lot of people maxed out, like, on the town hall level. And so they... They quit playing, but now they've implemented. I think they upped the town hall level, and they gave more stuff for higher levels as well. Oh yeah, they're constantly adding like the new, war machines new and stuff like and that. Stuff. Yeah, man, could you imagine how far along I'd be if I hadn't quit for two years? Yeah, you'd be pretty high. I'm about to catch you. Yeah, but uh, once you get to level, what is it? I'm on nine. Yeah. You're going and well if you do it correctly where you even build as I call it mm-hmm. you're going to be there a while. Oh, I've been on level 9 for like a year. That's why I'm, I'm just I, now ready to level up. Yeah, you're ready to level up and I'm just about halfway in leveling up on my stuff. So you're in level 9 now. Yeah. I'm actually updating upgrading my my clan hall right now which a lot of people forget about. I think your clan hall's you know mine's lower level but right now we've only got a few people that donate troops, and that's really the only advantage of having, because it gives you more room for more, more troops. 
I you now back in the day, I was in a clan where if you clicked, you know, request, almost right away your thing filled up. Like because there's so many people would donate troops because they want you to do it back to them, and uh, it it was necessary. But I just saved my gold for archer towers and crap like that. So yeah, hit us up if you're playing Clash of Clans. Go to go search for real pop culture. If you're not, start playing. Yeah. It's fun. I'll give you a pico. Yeah, we need to do, we need to do a special. If you join our clan, <laughs> your uh, uh, introductory your introductory prize is a pico. Is a pico. <laughs> if you can hold it. We'll if you can it. hold it in your castle, if you're up a high level to hold a pico. I looked up what that stood for the other day. Uh, something. I can't remember. Because I was like, that sounds so silly. It's a perfect enraged night killer of assassins. That's the best acronym. That's the best one ever. Thank you for making an acronym. <laughs> I would not want to say that every time. <laughs> All right. It's time for a major, major announcement. I'm so excited about this because Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out and I got Mortal Kombat 10 no excuse me 9 which is just called Mortal Kombat it's sort of like a reboot for PlayStation 3 I don't have a PlayStation 4 I don't play games that much but I've always been obsessed with Mortal Kombat since it first came out oh yeah I mean right when it came out I rented it and then the next day at school we were all everybody was talking about it and they were like hey have you like have you done the fatality yet? I'm like, the what? It's like, you can, like, when you get done beating them, you can kill them. I'm like, no freaking way. <laughs> Me and Sean were talking about this on the podcast a couple episodes ago. About how when Mortal Kombat came out, you didn't have Google where you could just look up cheat codes and stuff. Like, you had to figure some stuff out. Like, you your friends get- would tell you, it's back down, back, low kick. Like, all right, hang on, let me write that down. <laughs> you had to go to the big star with your pen and paper and yeah. look at the books and write them down because you couldn't afford to buy the books. And you, you would stand around and watch other people play because they might know something you don't. Uh, me and John used to get up early morning and go to the mall. Go to the, uh, When Mortal Kombat 2 came out, I remember we used to go to the mall and play Mortal Kombat 2 all day long. And it was at Walmart. We could sit in a, the, the vestibule or lobby or whatever you want to call it at Walmart. Let's, let's say lobby. You don't like to be vestibule? I don't like the word vestibule. I don't vestibule. even know what a vestibule is. I don't even know why I said it. I mean, that word works there, but let's say lobby. Foyer. The, f- <laughs> the pre-entrance way where all the video games were. At the old Walmart, by the way, if you're doing Mortal Kombat 2, right? Oh, is it this one? Was it the Supercenter? The Supercenter. Oh, okay. Well, the airlock. How about that? We can call it the airlock. The breezeway. <laughs> the breezeway. <laughs> Whatever that thing is right there. Is that was that it? That's Yeah, we used to go up there and we'd sit there and just oh. play. I thought you had like a whole story. I thought I did. I just interrupted it by You day. interrupted with a vestibule and I forgot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But it was my fault for saying vestibule. <laughs> That's what you get for saying vestibule is your story got erased. <laughs> I think you need to look up vestibule now because I don't even know what it is. It's a word. It's a thing. I mean, it's a thing, but Oh my god. Well, I mean, I haven't even got to the announcement yet, and and we're googling vestibule. And we're sore. A vestibule is an in antechamber hall or lobby next to the outer door of a building. I told you that'll work. It's an antechamber. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call it an antechamber. 
Let's call it a bathosphere. I like I like antechamber. Bathosphere. Yeah, it's only three syllables. We're good. Actually, a bathosphere would only be relevant to like underwater. I'm going to have a scavenger hunt and tell everybody to meet at the antechamber of Walmart. <laughs> the antechamber of Walmart. Just to see if they get it. That's a good little clue right there. So, you'd have to listen to this podcast to get it. All right. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I've always been a huge, huge fan of Mortal Kombat. And you know what? What's cool about games back then they really stuck around for a while because you would have them out at the arcade for a whole year before they got ported to consoles. And there oh, was yeah. a whole other year or two. It wasn't like game after game after game after game where it was so saturated where you get bored with a game or it's old news after a month. Like Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 stuck around for a while. I think, cause it took, I think it took Mortal Kombat 1, even 1, it longer to get to the console because the console hadn't caught up to the technology yet. Oh, it was the first Mortal Kombat 1 was the first game, correct me if I'm wrong, to use people. Yes. Well, I think that like, was it was the dark. original mocap before mocap. Was like the, it was the original what was, the, what was that game that you played at the arcade called Narc where you shoot people? I don't remember it. Yeah. And see for the time everything looks so Real. I mean, not by today's standards, but you didn't have video games where you could see people's muscle definition and like oh, yeah. sweat and blood and like it just looked real. It didn't yeah. look like you're playing a cartoon. So anyway, the announcement is, and we can talk about Mortal Kombat some more. I'd never get bored with that. We have Master Daniel Pacina that's going to be on the show next week. He played Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Reptile. Smoke and Noob Sabot. Sabot. Save it. Noob Sabot. Uh, and he played those characters in Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. He's most mostly recognized, I guess, as Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. But Scorpion is the, like... He's I, the... I feel like he's the flagship, like... Character, yeah. Him yeah. or Liu Kang. Well, yeah, Liu Kang, too. But, uh, yeah. I remember when you uh, when you boxed that that you he was going to be on there. I thought, holy crap, that is awesome. That's that is cool because yeah. I because rem- I remember playing the game. I was so excited too because when I emailed him, he emailed me back and said, "Yes, I'd love to do the podcast." And his signature, one word, all caps, fight. <laughs> I was just like Mortal Kombat. I'm like, yes, this is going to be a fight. This is going to be fun. So, if you have any fan questions. For Master Daniel Pacina, please email email us at realpopculture. No, popculture4, the number four real at gmail.com, or call our voicemail line that we haven't talked about in a while, 662 305 9783. Get those questions in. I'm, email, uh, I'm interviewing him Friday, and that show will air probably, I would say, by Monday. Maybe Wednesday at the late, absolute latest, so, yeah. but probably before it'll be. The episodes used to drop every Wednesday, but we kind of got off sync. It'll be before Wednesday. I'm I'm pretty sure. So yeah, get those questions in. I know you have a lot of them. I know I do. And he's got master in front of his name, so like he's he's a legit martial artist, and oh, yeah. he does all these cons. And him, and I'm wanting to say it's the guy from, I watched a bunch of videos. I'm wanting to say it was the guy that played Kung Lao 
or maybe it was maybe it was Liu Kang, but they stage these choreographed fights. Like they're dressed as Mortal Kombat characters and they'll fight each other in front sweet. of you. That's pretty sweet. Oh yeah, it's That's amazing. Sweet. And they're really, really good at it. I wanna be the guy that jumps out goes, Toasty <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um I I watched this uh three or four part history of Mortal Kombat thing on YouTube. It's really good. I recommend anybody watch it if you're a Mortal Kombat fan like I am. And uh they talked about that the guy that did that is he works there. Is, I think he's one of the sound designers or something. It was a, like a, the original Mortal Kombat game. It's like a really small crew of people. Oh, it's amazing that they they did that at Midway. Just like a few, just a handful of people. You had a couple programmers. Of course, you had all the they they hired all the actors to do the the, the motions and stuff. Oh yeah. But you had like a couple programmers, a sound engineer. Matter of fact, Noob Sabot's name, Mr. Bossman. Yeah, and that's the last name of the two guys that yeah. were kind of like behind the whole thing. Yeah, which I'm sure we'll get into all that when we interview him. But yeah, I'm super excited about that, man. I've been, and and that's what kind of got me. That's what kind of gave me the idea to seek him out is because I've been so submerged in Mortal Kombat lately. Because I'm fixing to start playing. You know, I'm, I'm always late to the party on console games. Fix it, starting playing the Mortal Kombat Nine, and I've I've seen the stuff about Mortal Kombat Eleven that looks amazing, and I was like, what if I like got Scorpion on the show? How awesome would that be? And I started looking up like who Scorpion was, and I was like, dude, I do the, I do the same thing. Whatever I'm doing, I try to relate it to the podcast. And I was listening to the yeah, what's our angle on this one? I, I listened. I was, I was listening to Silence of the Lambs. The uh, I listened to Red Dragon and listened to Silence of the Lambs. I was like, what if we got this guy? He ain't done nothing in a while, right? Uh, Of course, he's got plenty of money from selling the movie. But I looked him up. He ain't done an interview since 1976. He don't have to. Yeah. He just don't do interviews anymore. Well, sometimes, though, I don't know. You never know. Like, like Daniel Pacino's really busy because he does all these cons and stuff. But some people just like doing that other stuff. people like doing it people whether like, they have to like to interact like some some people need to do it like mo- well most of the people that need to do it is they're promoting something right so they need to get the word out and that's a great way to do it but you know he obviously i'm assuming just likes doing interviews and stuff there's a lot of them out there like on youtube and stuff that i looked at he seems like a really cool accessible down-to-earth guy i'm looking really forward to talking to him yeah it's gonna be i'm, I'm trying to figure out what questions to ask him i mean uh how do you go? Uh, we need. How do you fill out that? Go get a job. To, like, hey, we need an actor to play in a video game, huh? What? And because during that time, it was all just little pixels. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So I mean, there I, wasn't actors like, oh, in video there's games. No actors. I think it's a whole new thing. Yeah, I seen Karate Champ. I know how it works. There's no actors. <laughs> you remember the original Kung Fu game on Nintendo? <laughs> oh, like your character, like if you said kick, it would like its leg would just stick out. And it wasn't even like a fluid motion. It would just go from not stuck out to stuck out. It's just and the same with the hand. It'd be like burp. It's just burp. so funny how we were, the, the sound effects started out as static. That's what it. <laughs> Lord, we definitely need to uh, come up with some good questions for him. I hate to ask him questions he's been asked a million times, but when we we got to get the origin story. But one thing that he might like to talk about because he's a master, he's obviously big time into you know the the martial arts, and uh, he's obviously physically fit. I mean, he was Johnny Cage. Oh yeah, 
and we're doing this fitness challenge, so maybe we can, uh, you know, get some fitness tips from him as well. Talk about his, you know, what, uh, what, what do you call that? Like his discipline. Yes, uh, whether his discipline. it's um, uh, kung fu or taekwondo or well, yeah, you know, that would be a discipline. Yeah, yeah. he's a. Like what facet of martial arts is is he a master of? Oh yeah, that would be. Because he's up there in age, he's sixty years old. I think we would look, and he still looks like he's great, like in great yeah, shape. Yeah, he's in really good shape. I think Pig wants out. Yeah, just let him out. We're gonna take a little break. Um, and his brother, I found out, was Raiden in Mortal Kombat. What else is uh? I look at his IMDb. He was in a. Uh, he was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. He was one of Shredder's foot soldiers, and uh, he was in Book of Swords, the Pig's the Pickaxe Murders Part Three. I haven't seen that. He was in uh, Press Start and uh, an internet short called Mortal Kombat Fates Beginning. All right. Well, I guess our announcements are kind of our podcast. So, uh, I'll tell them about the dates whenever we come back. We're going to take a short break, pause for the calls, and we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up and I'll tell you about some, uh, upcoming Kill J tour dates. As promised, we're back in action. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a non-profit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. Before I forget, I wanted to announce these uh, Kill J dates we got coming up. As I've mentioned on here several times, we've been working on the new album. We've been hammering out the new songs. But we're also going to be back active playing again. And the first three dates we have booked is... Uh, Brick House Boutique. Brick House. That's what I guess. Brick House. At the... We're playing with Via Novus at the Brickhouse Boutique in Meridian, Mississippi, March the 1st at 9 p.m. That place looks cool. I, Did I was, you see all the taps? The, the taps and the food look good. The food looks good. Uh, the pictures I looked at, I, we've never played there before. I mean, we've played Meridian before, but not this place. And I'm I'm really excited. They got voted best hamburger in Meridian. Meridian's a big town. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of hamburgers, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Then, of course, we got the Railroad Festival. It's going to be April the 13th of this year. Well, that Saturday is going to be April the 13th. But, of course, the festival goes from, what, like that Wednesday to Sunday? Yeah. Uh, and then they just announced or just were talking were talking about a gig yesterday in Corinth at Safari that's going to be coming up, I think they said July 26th. But we got plenty of time for me to correct that if I'm wrong. And I think it's supposed to be like a two-day thing with a whole bunch of bands. It's going to be like a big, drawn-out deal. So that's going to be really cool because so is the Royal Festival. And we're going to fill in. I know that's far apart and gapped out, but that's just the beginning of 
getting that ball rolling again. Really looking forward to getting back out and playing live. It's been a long, long time. And we got a, a couple other cool things happening, non-Killers Day related. Like, uh, we're going to see Still Panther that same weekend or that Sunday. That, that third, yeah. Yeah, that first is actually a Friday, isn't it? Right. And then that Sunday we'll be in Birmingham for Still Panther. And then I've got tickets to go see Metallica. The ninth. And uh, we haven't bought our Iron Maiden tickets yet, but we're going to go to Nashville and see Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yes. Really looking forward to that. I've seen Metallica before, but I've uh, never seen Iron Maiden. I came close. One year they were going to be in Atlanta at that uh, amphitheater, and Kill J had a gig that night, so I missed it. They were in Nashville about two years ago, and I had to work. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we got going on in that. Um, I want you to talk about that a thing you were telling me about earlier. I actually, I, uh, I was going around on Facebook looking for something. I was trying to find something to watch just because I was on, going on night shift, and I usually got to stay up later than I normally would, so I was looking for something just to basically just kill the time instead of just staring at stupid stuff. So I was looking for a good series, and uh, I'd heard about Black Mirror. It was like, you know, a sci-fi show or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't fit in. There was another one on there called Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I think that's what it's called. And uh, I didn't watch it. I'm watching something else. Uh, and I got to work, and the guy at work, he's into the sci-fi stuff and basically the same stuff we're into. And he asked me, hey, you watched the Black Mirror Bandersnatch? And I said, no, I haven't. I almost watched it. He said, it's a choose-your-own-adventure like the you know, choose your own adventure books, but yeah. you use the remote, you watch Netflix, and you choose the path the, the character takes. With you the, kind of steer the story. You steer the story with your remote. Based on your decisions. Based on your decisions. That's really cool. So uh, I haven't watched it. He said it was pretty neat. I talked to Kara about it uh, and asked her. She said, because she likes those kind of stuff, she said it was pretty cool. See, I would really get into that because as I was telling you before, I really like those Telltale games. It's T-E-L-L-T-A-L-E, Telltale. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got a Walking Dead one and a Batman one. Of course, I was into the Batman and a Game of Thrones. And I've played the Game of Thrones and the Batman, and they're like that. Like, uh, it's completely interactive. It's like watching a story, but you you control it. You steer yeah. it around. Like, if you, the, based on the decisions you make, the outcome's going to be different. Right. So I figured we could all watch it. Yeah, yeah, I think we all need to watch it separately and then, like, compare outcomes. Right. That'd be cool. I might watch them tonight. I'm a. I tell you what, I like the Batman Telltale so much that usually the first, to, to depend on what platform you get it on, I got it on iPad, but you can get it on PlayStations and stuff. But the first, they, they do it in chapters. The first chapter is usually free, and then you have to pay for the rest of them. I bought two, three, four, and five chapter on Batman, and when I got to chapter five, I like made myself not play it. <laughs> because that's the last one, you know. After after five, there's not going to be any more. And uh, I've just now started chapter five the other day. So like, it's really good. It's like that last meatball, new spaghetti meatballs when you're mm-hmm. kid. You start cutting it up in half. You <laughs> yeah, savoring it. And you cut it up in like little eights because you don't want to. You don't want to have to eat the spaghetti without a meatball. Yeah, and I did chapter. <laughs> I did chapter one of the Game of Thrones one, and it was really good. Oh, they're they're several gigabytes if you download them on your iPad but uh they're really cool there's even like some fight scenes and stuff 
like uh, you have to hit the button and you have to swipe to dodge and hit and stuff like that. And then they'll ask a question and you have to answer it. You have like four options and you can't just sit there and wait either. You got like a little timer. And uh, if you have four options of something you can say to a person or something you can do, if you don't answer it within the allotted time, it's going to like, you know, oh, yeah. potentially mess up the, the flow of the story. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. That uh, well, like, where do you use that on? You said that's on Netflix. Oh no! Oh, the Bandersnatch is on. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Huh. And you said, like, on the Telltale thing, everything's touchscreen. But you said use your remote. Use your remote. What it's if right. you're watching on the computer? Use your keyboard and mouse. I, have I guess. No idea. Well, yeah, yeah there's the keyboard controls on the. Yeah, it's probably the mouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're definitely going to do that. Um, and you said Glass comes out this week? I think Glass comes out this weekend. I'm seriously thinking about going to see Aquaman Tuesday. I've yet to see it. Tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Ooh. Maybe not. Change your mind. <laughs> no, I didn't change my mind. I just <laughs> I thought I had more time. Uh, Gosh, I really want to see that before. I don't want it to be, that to be one of those movies I screw around and... It's like not it's in the theaters the anymore. Right. Then I gotta wait. There's usually like a gap between right. that and on demand. Sometimes not though. It's really weird. I don't know the formula. Sometimes yeah. the sometimes they go on demand and you're like, I just saw that on a marquee for the theater right. yesterday. And then sometimes it's like you almost forget about the movie before you see it advertised. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think and it's, and it's Disney, Marvel, because they, they got certain or no, it's DC, ain't it? DC, yeah, yeah. They have different contracts with Walmart and Redbox and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it goes on demand before it does anything else, right? Before the DVDs, no, it's DVD first. Really? Yes. Well, it's that D- looks like the DVD would hurt the on-demand sales. Well, it's cheaper to rent it than to buy it, right? So. I think it's like a two-week. Um, usually, when it goes on sale in the stores, it's rentable. But I don't know about the. When you say on demand, what do you mean, like on HBO or something? Like you can pay to watch it on your Directv. Like you can oh, that's, rent it that's, online. That's about the same time as DVD. When it comes out on DVD, you can pay to rent it. Because like you go on Amazon, if you've got Amazon Prime, there's a bunch of free stuff, or you can like rent one. do the on-demand stuff. That's I don't know, like three ninety-nine or whatever for a movie. Oh, duh. I remember what uh, we're, when I was saying, wasn't there something else we were supposed to talk about? Have you watched the teaser for Game of Thrones? I did not. I'm choosing not to. Well, it's, there's not much to it. It's well, basically just announcing the date, but it is pretty cool. Um, oh, it's a pretty cool little teaser. But it's going to be the same weekend as the Railroad Festival. Railroad Festival. So we got Railroad Festival Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday's Game of Thrones. Right. What a way to decompress. I'm going to take off Monday. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm not. I've taken off too much already. I'm going to say it. I'll be all right. I don't take off enough. I need to take off more. <laughs> yeah. I've already wasted two days already. And it's, it's, it's still Well, see, like, like I've said before, I've, I used to hoard all my vacation time in case we went on like a little mini tour, which we are doing. But at the same time, I don't. Instead of going on like just a huge like week long vacation somewhere, I'm gonna do like a little lot of, a lot of little micro vacations, 
Like when we go to Nashville to see Iron Maiden, we're talking about like getting right. a condo. I think we're renting a house when we go to see Metallica. You know, just like a little right. three, two or three or four day things here and there. And you can wrap that in, like, you could weave a weekend into that to where you're not taking off just a whole bunch. Which with your schedule, I mean, you're off, you know, two on three. Right. Did you hear that cat? I yeah. just fed her. Yes. So she's not hungry. <laughs> she just wants to make that noise. I think you could. Let's see if the mic would pick it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. You can hear it from a. A mile away, I think. Yeah, me and Laura are talking about doing our little, uh, like some little hotel stays here and there. Just like some, there's a Peabody, there's some Peabody equivalent hotels in, you know, the major cities around here, mm-hmm. where it be New Orleans, Birmingham, Atlanta, Nashville. And, uh, but did Elvis sign their, his contract in the lobby of those? No, he did not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would still be cool to do, though. I've never been to New Orleans. Ever. Never? Never. You should go, for sure. Holler at Big Johnny Blender. I would like to. He's from down around that area. So anyway, uh, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. Even after editing and dropping in commercials, we're going to hit probably around the 45-minute mark or under. We're kind of boring when we don't drink. Well, it's not it's not really that. It's just that I didn't have like a whole podcast planned. I really just wanted to tell everybody about the Mortal Kombat guy. And like I wanted to get that out there so that people could be, you know, getting hyped for it. I feel like we should open I'm a, hops. Make somebody, yeah, nobody can play the beer game. Make somebody drink on this episode. But we're already pa- we're a week in. It was last Monday was the homebrew. Yeah, we're recording we're a week this in. on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we've only got three weeks left. That's not that long. Oh no, I'm fine. Because uh, uh, the hangover problem is not even my issue. I just uh, you miss a beer. When I go out to eat, I drink a beer. I had to drink sweet tea at the neon peak today. Yeah. Like I said, the to me, of course, during the week I don't care because I don't drink anyway. But on the weekend, you know, we've made it through the weekend, so I'm good. Oh, because well, I, I was like, man, we're having practice. So, Used to getting a beer, like oh man, the game is on. I'm used to drinking beer, uh, you know, like oh we're going out to eat, and like you said, uh, what was it? it? wasn't a steak, but something I cooked, ribs or something. I was like, man, It'd be good. With or the just beer. The, the act of grilling. I've grilled oh, yeah. a couple of times. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here running the grill with a sparkling water in my hand. What's wrong? <laughs> we had we went to the Neon Peak today, and they had uh, 1817. So. Coffee, mm. New coffee stout in there that I haven't had. You resisted that temptation. You are a yeah. I, they had trooper. his. Yeah, I never had his coffee stout, so I missed that one. But I will. It ain't gonna go. Yeah, away. And I think it's funny that a lot of people thought just because I talk about beer and stuff a lot, they thought it was gonna be like a problem for me. And I'm like, is what's funny is I haven't had any issue. I'm doing everything I normally do. I'm just not drinking while I do it. But if I had to quit drinking coffee, now we would have a problem. (laughs) I would have a much harder time abstaining from coffee for a month than I am having to abstain from alcohol. I'm I'm having trouble with the Mellow Yellows. Well, yeah, because you do it every day. You're used to that sugar and you're used to that that rush. But it don't take but a few days once you... Oh, yeah. It's like quitting anything. It's like when you get to the point to where you're like, I cannot take it anymore. 
like a day or two later, you're fine. <laughs> like when yeah. you get to that point where you're like, I'm going to die if I don't get my next, you know, cigarette or dip or, you know, soda. Like when you get to that point, you're almost there to where you're yeah. okay without it. I don't know if I'm able to maintain the zeros though. I can for a month, but I don't know if I can permanently. Well, it's hard to swap back and forth, I would imagine. Yeah, that's what my issue is. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Like, to me, it would have to be one or the other. I couldn't. Yeah. Which sodas hasn't ever been a vice for me, but I could only imagine getting. Because a, a diet soda and a oh, soda. Oh, so big difference. They're so, so different. So different. Yeah, so different. And then, then, then there's the, the craving, like the fix on top of it. Because oh, you're yeah. used to all that sugar, mm-hmm. which is an unnatural amount of sugar. Oh, good God, yes. <laughs> it's like. Like your crazy, body can't even process crazy, that realistically. Crazy, crazy amount. Yeah, but I, I'm not. This little diet we're doing, when, for, it's for the spring. This spring, I want to go eat and drink beer some places. I want to go to a beer festival. There's a beer festival coming up in Memphis that I want to go to. So well, I'm going to drink some I beer. I think this was a good time to do this. Oh, yeah. Because there's, there's never a perfect time because there's always going to be a something. Some oh, kind yeah. of function or a birthday or a get together or. We uh we kind of timed it pretty well to where when February wraps up, that's before our shows start and before like any. We could have done major... it in February because it's a shorter month. I didn't think about that. <laughs> and we still haven't come up with a good name for our fitness challenge. Next year we'll do it in February and call it a. February. Maybe some of our listeners will like get in on it with us next year. Right. Next year we we'll do it in February. We'll call it a February alcohol fast. It's got a nice flow through it with us. What the F's it? This is better than January alcohol fast. Jaff. <laughs> Join us on the Jaff. Jaff. Yeah. Jaff. That's that. We caught it a February fast. That sounds too F-I. much like, I don't know, like if you're wearing shorts in the summer and you get like a rash, you're like, man, I'm jaffing. It's like, <laughs> I'm getting jaffed. It's chafing. But it's like, yeah. It's, it's like it's associated with swamp ass. Yeah. It's too much like swamp ass. We'll just call it the Swamp Ass Challenge. Swamp Ass Challenge. It's too cold. It's too cold for Swamp Ass. Always oh, way too cold. Stranger Things. We call, I call it the Stranger Things. We were going to call it the Stranger Things, but it has absolutely nothing to do with Stranger Things. What? Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure out a name, but there's there's a few components. It's always you got to do the elimination, like we're elimination, eliminating the alcohol and the sugar. The Fitbits are tied into it. We're, we're challenging on the steps, and then the weight, like. I think we're keeping up with our weight too, or at least I am. I yeah. weigh every Friday. I weighed. Don't uh, weigh every day. It's a bad idea. I weighed uh, the next day after the homebrew meeting. Yeah. All right, so uh, y'all hit us up. Y'all been quiet lately. We haven't got any emails. We haven't got any voicemails or nothing. Maybe this. Uh, this big Mortal Kombat episode we got coming up will stir up some some uh, interaction. We need to start hollering at people. Like call them out. Like Rrr. get yeah. it. I see my growl. I can see it from here. <laughs> All right. Well, the next time you hear us, we'll be talking to Master Daniel Piscina. Thanks for listening to episode 107. 107, right? It's 107. Of Real Pop Culture. We're broadcasting live from high atop the only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye.
guy. I'm not, not doing, doing that on purpose. I'm not done doing it anymore. Just saying bye now. That's all I'm doing. Bye. This is my new thing. This is my new thing. I call it bye. I, I'm not, my thing is I don't have a thing. I'm not going to be Kelly. I mean, that's exactly what Kelly said. But yeah, my thing is I don't have a thing. I say what I want to say. I'm not I'm not making a statement out of it. I'm just saying bye. <laughs> we'll work on that. Y'all come back now. You here? That's perfect. <laughs> I love that. Because I would come back <laughs> if you said that. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call The List. You just made The List! Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to AdvertiseCast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popculture4real, that's the number 4real, at gmail.com. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com.